Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com It's pleased to present to you this lecture A'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina Min yahdihi allahu fala mudulla lah Wa man yudlil fala hadiya lah أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة كل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's the only one worthy of praise I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness I believe in him and I trust him I seek refuge in Almighty Allah from the evil of our passion. Indeed, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides him to al-Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala got him astray, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen. And I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah, which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is his sunnah. The worst of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of your ability. Fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslim. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah be with you all. And inshallah, this is a continuation of our series concerning tafsir for the last juz. Juz number 30th, the 30th part of the Quran. And today we are dealing with a new chapter, new surah, inshallah. And this is surah Al-A'la, surah number 87, surah Al-A'la, the most high, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, as usual, we uh, recite the surah first, and after this we go word by word, translation, general translation, and after this we go to our tafsir, inshallah. A'udhu billahi minash rajim بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غساء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله 
إِنَّهُ يَعْلَمُ الْجَهْرَ وَمَا يَخْفَى وَنُيَسِّرُكَ لِلْيُسْرَى فَذَكِّرْ إِنَّ فَعَتِ الذِّكْرَى سَيَذَّكَّرُ مَنْ يَخْشَى وَيَتَجَنَّبُهَا الْأَشْقَى الذي يصل النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤسرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى Again, as we stated that this is Surah Al-A'la, Surah number 87, the most high. And this surah is a Meccan surah, Makkiya. And this surah consists of 19 verses been revealed to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Means the peace and the blessing of Allah be upon him before his migration to Al-Madinah. This surah talks about the most important issue of Al-Islam, which is Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his names, his attributes, his qualities, and also the surah talks about the abilities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this also related to the same issue, the tawheed and the oneness of Allah and getting to know Allah by his names and his attributes and his action and his quality. The surah also talks about the da'wah. Inviting others and reminding others about deen al-Islam. And also it talks about the hereafter. And some of the things that is going to be dealing with the, in the day of the judgment. So basically we say this is the surah dealings mostly with the aqidah issue, Allah and the day of the judgment. We're going to deal word by word with the first five verses. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Sabbih is a command, is a verb which means glorify. Is means name. Rabbika is a noun and a pronoun attaching together. Rabb which means Lord. The calf means the end of Rabb. Your. So, Rabbika means your Lord. Al-A'la, the Most High. Verse number two. Al-Ladhi Khalaqa Fasawwa. Al-Ladhi, which means who? Khalaqa, this is a verb which means created. Fasawa is also a verb. Fa means then. Sawa, proportion. Proportion. Verse number three. وَالَّذِي قَدَّرَ فَهَدَى 
ومينز ان قدر ايفيرب which means measured فهدى فا means then هدى means guided is a verb verse number four والذي أخرج المرعى و means an الذي هو أخرج is a verb which means to bring out المرعى vegetation or pasture verse number five فجعله غساء أحوى فذن جعله the verb جعل makes to make غساء stubble أحوى dark This is the first five verses from Surah Al-A'la in a general meaning glorify the name of your Lord the Most High who has created everything and then proposed it and who has measured and then guided and who brings out the vegetation the pasture and then makes a dark stubble okay this is the general meaning of the word as well as word by word Now we go for the tafsir of this surah, surah al-a'la, which one of the surahs that the Prophet of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, used to say in his witr prayer, most of the time, surah al-a'la, named after the fourth word in the first verse this surah is commanding us to glorify the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high far away from all kind of deficiency to glorify Allah in your mind in your heart and with your tongue to glorify Allah by your mind and your heart to understand the proper attributes of Allah your heart that you have no partner beside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or equal, to profile Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with your tongue by saying subhanallah. The surah is telling you to glorify the name of Allah. Who is Allah? The verse describing Allah to be the most high. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala possesses all highness in position, in quality, in a place, in ranks. Any kind of highness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high. Some people say he's high in rank 
or high in position or high in education whatever it is so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high in all essence Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high al-a'la as we understand there is nothing above Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above his throne and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the throne above all his creation. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above the throne, above everything. So this shows you that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high. And also in the essence, knowledge, mighty, mercy, he found that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high in everything. There is no one more knowledgeable than Allah. There is no one more merciful than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because He is the most high, He deserves our tasbih and our glorification. Sabbih isma rabbika al-a'la. And when the verse been revealed, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us, اِجْعَلُوهَا fi sujudikum, Make it to be in your prostration when you prostrate before Allah in the salah you say subhana rabbi al-a'la glory be to Allah the most high that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a far away from having a son far away from having a partner far away from having a equal so this is the way how we have to believe about Allah and we say this also with our tongue. And also glorification of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have to be in humiliation, feeling the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with all respect. But the surah continued to explain who is Allah which he first of all said, he's the one who deserves the, uh, the glorification, and he's the one who is the most high. More about Allah's quality, الذي خلق فسوى الذي خلق فسوى So, Allah is the creator. Everything other than Allah is his creation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alladhi khalaqa khalaqa what? created what? mankind animal sun and moon mountains trees fish everything name it that you see or you don't see it alladhi khalaqa but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't only create but he create and proportion and he fashioned it he made it in a way to fit what he had created for. To be able to carry what Allah had created for. And to benefit from the things that Allah had created for. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created animals that need to show or eat other animals, they have fame. If Allah make a human being to eat bread, Allah gives them peace. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made birds and they have to snatch other birds and other animals, they give them fangs and give them blows. Okay? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give every created thing what is fits with their creation so they can live and survive and utilize what is surrounded them. And this shows you the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look to the elephant as a dumbbell. How big is the body? And look to the mouth. Can you imagine that a human being have a mouth like the elephant as a dumbbell? Or the elephant have a mouth like a human being? So small with a big body? He will be dying before he eat one meal. He'll be starving. You see? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he created and he made things accordingly. 
what's their body, their way of walking, the way to sleep, the way to survive. He gives them the tools and the means and the ways how to live and how to survive. And also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of his qualities, that he made qadr and taqdeer and measure things and guided everything to live according its measurements. Okay, الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى Thank you. والذي قدر فهدى And we understand that the decree of Allah and the qada and the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of every created thing been fifty hundred years before the creation of the heaven and the earth. It's not something new. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, before you come to this life, He knows about you. If you're going to be a male or female, if you're going to be a Muslim or non-Muslim, if you're going to be uh, a poor or rich, how long do you go to live? All these things is known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is nothing new to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He did not only create the human being, He created the angels, the jinn, the, the animals, and also He had made measurements. How long they live, how much they eat, how much children, how many babies, how many this and that, everything. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided everything to go after what he intends for them. By no means somebody had intended for him to be a Muslim and he's going to be a kafir. Or somebody attend, Allah intends for him to be uh, rich and he's going to be poor. So Allah has put in you a means and ways that you will go according what been decreed for you, and you will do this with your own choice. So Allah know, and Allah decreed, and Allah wrote down, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the will for it to take place. See? So we have to believe in the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَالَّذِي أَخْرَجَ الْمَرْعَى الذي أخرج المرعى Who is the one who caused this seed and this plants and vegetation to be split and to have the power to come from under the ground and to grow and to be available for people to eat, for animals to live and survive? No one except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For every living thing, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had made a food and sustenance. And how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala capable after this to turn this green to woods and to become pieces. After became green, it turned to be dry. Make it dark and stubble. No one except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So as I said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who deserves our ibadah, our worship, and our glorification. We could not glorify anyone except Allah. Who is Allah? Allah is Al-A'la, the one who had created, the one who had nourished, the one who made the maqadir and the measurement, and the one who caused the vegetation to grow, this is Allah, there is no partner beside him. The next few verses, سَنُقُرِئُكَ فَلَا تَنْسَى إِلَّا مَا شَاءَ اللَّهِ إِنَّهُ يَعْلَمُ الْجَهْرَ وَمَا يَخْفَى 
وَنُيَسِّرُكَ لِلْيُسْرَى فَذَكِّرْ إِنْ نَفَعَتِ الذِّكْرَى Hear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These verses start from verse number 6. Sanuqri'uka. From the verb qara'a, which means to read. And the theme here for talking about the future. We shall make you to recite. We make you able. We shall. Okay? And the calf is a pronoun referring to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Tansa. From Nasiya, the verb. Yansa, to forget. So, fala, la means not. Tansa, forget. Illa ma sha Allah. Verse number seven. Illa, except. Ma, what? Sha'a will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala innahu ya'lamu al-jahra wa ma yakhfa innahu verily and the ha is a pronoun referring to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya'lam is a verb, means knows. Al-jahra, outspoken, appearant. Wa, and. Yaqfa. Yaqfa. What is hidden? Verse number eight. وَنُيَسِّرُكَ لِلْيُسْرَى وَأَنْ نُيَسِّرُكَ Make it easy for you. The calf in the end. نُيَسِّرُكَ this a pronoun referring to the Prophet Muhammad We shall make it easy for you. Next verse, number 9. فَذَكِّرْ فَذَكِّرْ Zakir is a command here, a verb, advice, admonish. Give da'wah. In, if, nafa'at, prophets, helpful. Al-zikra, the admonishment. general meaning we shall make you to recite the Quran so you Muhammad shall not forget it except what Allah may will he knows what is appearing and what is hidden and we shall make easy for you, O Muhammad, the easy way. Therefore, remind, in case reminder, prophet. 
Okay, we go to the Tafsir. سَنُقْرِئُكَ فَلَا تَنْسَى Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talking to his prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and giving him this good news to comfort him and telling him we shall give you the ability make you capable and able to read to such a degree that you are not going to forget we will give you the means and the ways that you be able to say it to learn it to memorize it to understand it the Quran we make you able yes Muhammad you are illiterate you could not read you could not write but no problem because when Allah wants something to happen it will happen doesn't matter you have the tools or not you have the means or not if Allah wants something he will say to it be and it will be so the Prophet ﷺ, when Jibreel السلام, used to come to him and start to reveal and recite the Quran in him, before he finishes, the Prophet ﷺ was so hesitant, fast and quick, tried to say after Jibreel, because he knew the seriousness of this message and the importance of delivering the message has been received. So he used to be rushing himself. Try to say after Jibreel immediately, even before he finished the verse, because he's scared, he may forget or miss some of the words of the Quran. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comforts the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and told him not to worry, because it is the duty of Allah to make the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam capable to know it, to memorize it, and to say it after Jibreel, and after the departure of Jibreel from his presence, to tell to the Sahaba, and to convey it to the Ummah, so don't worry about it Muhammad, when Jibreel alayhi salam read, you listen, when he finish, now you can recite. And even Allah promised him that he will give him even the tafsir and the explanation of the Quran. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had protected the Prophet to forget or to neglect anything from this Quran. And he said, indeed, we shall make you read. So you don't forget not to be worried. With exception, إلا ما شاء الله. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intend for a verse to be abrogated, so here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with his ability, he will make Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam not be able to memorize or to remember this verse any anymore. And he told him that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he knows everything, the inward and the outward. Whatever people do in front of others or whatever they do in secret and private, so whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intend for Muhammad to forget, he will cause him to forget it. And whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala won't firm it in his heart and his mind, he will firm it in his heart and his mind. Regardless he say it out publicly or in private, soft or aloud, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he knows everything. إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى 
And indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make the way easy for you, Muhammad, to Jannah, easy for you to worship Allah, easy for you to receive the revelation, easy for you to memorize the Quran, easy in you to put it in action and to be a good example for the companions in all the matters of this deen and everything, Allah will make it easy on you. So we can see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concerned and taking care and a special care of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to such a degree he's given him all these things, the ability to read, And this is one. Number two, if any case of abrogation, the Prophet ﷺ is not going to remember it anymore. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless him with making the way easy on him. And we understand that the Prophet of Allah used to face a lot of hardship and difficulty when he received the wahi to such a degree in the winter, in a cold night, when Jibreel used to come to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to be dripping sweat because the heaviest of the wahi and the difficulties that he faced. So Allah told the Prophet, we shall make it easy in you. After this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying, now this is your job, Muhammad, and this is your obligation. It's for you and for those who are after you. To do what? فَذَكِّرْ إِنَّ فَعَاتِ الذِّكْرَى Now, remind them, teach them, preach this da'wah, spread this Islam, tell the people about Allah, call the people to Allah, whatever we give you to Muhammad sallam from revelation and Quran and guidance, the way to Jannah. So lead the people to Jannah. Tell the people about Allah. Give the da'wah. And if the people insist and continue in their kufr, this is their problem. Now we need to give the da'wah. And if a person doesn't give an ear to it, so don't bother with him. So the first approach of da'wah to everybody and reminder and nasiha is a must according our means. After this, if he sees a person accepting the da'wah, accepting the nasiha, alhamdulillah. If not, you are not obligated to be debating with the person, twisting his arm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying, فَذَكِّرْ إِنْ نَفَعَتِ الذِّكْرَى The next few verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying, verse number 10, سَيَذَّكْ when you give the da'wah, what's going to happen? You're going to find two categories, two people. First word by word say, سَيَذَّكَّرُ مَنْ يَخْشَى He will receive the admonishment. سَيَذَّكَّرُ مَنْ who Yaksha fears Allah. Number 11, 
ويتجنبها الأشقى و أن يتجنبها يتجنب avoid avoid leave alone stay distant the ha is a pronoun referring to the da'wa and the admonishment avoid it which one will avoid it stay away from the da'wa al-ashqa the misfortune person Who is the Al-Ashqa? Al-Lazi Yaslannar Al-Qubra Al-Lazi Who? Yaslla Will burn Al-Nar The Fire Al-Qubra The Greatest Verse number 13 ثُمَّ لَا يَمُوتُ فِيهَا وَلَا يَحْيَا ثُمَّ ذِن لَا نِذَر يَمُوتُ to die فِيهَا in it and the pronoun referring to her fire وَأَنْ لَا نُوْ يَحْيَا لِمْ So what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying in this verse Therefore remind men in case reminder profit them The reminder will be received by him who fears Allah, but it will be avoided by the misfortune person. Who will enter the great fire and will be made to taste the burning of it? There he will neither die to be in rest, nor live a godly life. The tafsir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanding the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and this is also a command for us, that we give the da'wah and remind the people and teach the deen of Allah. Now when we give the da'wah, the people will be Two groups, a group which will receive and a group which will turn away. The first one, those who fear Allah. As a result of fearing Allah, they're going to benefit from the mawidah, from the da'wah, from the admonishment, from the advice, from the correction. So, سَيَذَّكَّرُ مَنْ يَخْشَى the person will receive admonishment, those, this admonish will profit them and make them more in Iman, more in Taqwa, and fear Allah more. So when they hear the Quran, when they hear the Da'wah, it will make them get closer to Allah. But the most fortunate person, the person of Shaka, and hardship and difficulty, the people of hellfire, they will turn away from the da'wah, because they are the people been destined to be the companions of hellfire. They will remain in their kuf, and will continue to be in their disobedience, and continue to go deeper and deeper in their jahiliyyah and their darkness. As a result of this, those people who turn away from the da'wah and the teaching, they will enter the hellfire. 
And Allah say that not any fire, but the greatest of all fires. Because no fire ever been seen similar to this fire. So you have the fire which is a minor and small, which out of Allah's mercy that we have it in this life, we can cook our food, warm our water, that we can do many other beneficial things for our livelihood. And now the greatest fire, which greater than this fire, 69 times, that will be in the hereafter, which destroy and melt the people, and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring them back again to life, to taste the punishment of the hellfire, and nar al-kubra. But those people who's going to be in this fire, they did not die, neither they live a godly life to enjoy life. So they're going to be living in it. But it's not the kind of living that a person will enjoy it. A person will rather to die, but Allah is not going to give them death. So it's not the life that they will enjoy it. So Allah call it that he doesn't die, neither he live. That means he doesn't die, so to be the end of the punishment, neither he will live a decent life to enjoy life. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from this. After this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us, in the next verses, the importance of profiling ourselves. Staying away from the shirk, the innovation, the bid'ah. And this came in verse number 14. Verse number 14, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ تَزَكَّى وَذَكَرَ اسْمَ رَبِّهِ فَصَلَّى قَدْ indeed أَفْلَحَ achieve success مَنْ whosoever تَزَكَّى Provide himself, elevate his soul, and what else? وَذَكَرَ اسْمَ رَبِّهِ فَصَلَّى and ذَكَرَ remember it's the name. Rabbihi, his Lord. Fasalla, then he prays. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, in general meaning, indeed, whosoever provides himself shall achieve success. And remember, remember, glorify the names of his Lord, worshiping none but Allah and the praise. The tazkiyah and the purification of one's self bring about success. You want to be a winner? You want to be a winner? Profile yourself. Bring your soul out of the shirk. Polytheism. Innovation. Bid'ah. Superstition. Believe in Allah alone. 
trust in Allah alone. Follow the teaching of Islam only. Give your zakah. Remember the name of Allah. Stand in a prayer by day and night. And do especially the five time prayers. And remember when you stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the day of judgment. Give your zakah. Fulfill the obligation, the obligation of Allah. Do the halal and stay away from the haram. Because this is the only way to success. This is the only way to be a winner. When you profile your soul and when you remember Allah and when you do your zakah and you make your salah. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ And what else? وَذَكَرَ اسْمَ رَبِّهِ فَصَلَّى This is the way. This is the way towards purification, tazkiyah. We, we don't need to go in a circle. No Sufism in Islam. No mystery. No hidden agenda. No dreams. No this and that. Okay? The Quran and the Sunnah. The Salah, the remembrance of Allah. The Zakah. The five-time prayers, this is the way for tazkiyah. This, by following the way of the Prophet ﷺ. You could not deviate from the way of the Prophet, and you're going to have a tazkiyah. No way, by no means. After this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, telling us about the problem. The problem of turning away from Allah. The problem of rejecting the da'wah. The problem of failing in profiling oneself. What is the problem? Verse number 16. بَلْ تُؤْثِرُونَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ وَأَبَقَى Nay. تُؤْثِرُونَ You prefer The life, الدنيا, the worldly, the prison life, والآخرة وأن, الآخرة, the hereafter, خير, bitter, وأبقى وأن أبقى lasting So what is the problem? Allah is saying it here Nay, you prefer the life of this world Although the hereafter is better and more lasting This is the whole problem If we can Get from this dunya only what is necessary to survive, to live, to make it day to day, not to make it the priority, and forget about the hereafter, or when we have five minutes, or sometime we're going to think about Islam, this is the problem. You have to have a priority in your life. When is the dunya is your top priority, now, you are not going to be a winner. You could not provide yourself. You are not going to receive the admonishment. So Allah is warning you, telling you, don't do this. This is your destruction. Be aware of this dunya. Be aware of this dunya. It will take you away from Allah. Watch for this temptation. You will leave it. Or you're going to lose it. 
Youth doesn't stay forever. Money doesn't stay forever. Beauty doesn't stay forever. Cars, houses, men, women, gold, horses, lofty places, all these things is temporary. So when you put it as a top priority, Allah is telling you no. Remember that the hereafter much better, and not only better, but it's forever. This dunya is temporary. Everything in it is temporary. Don't let you, don't let it beguile you. And take you from the way of Allah and preparing for the hereafter. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ending the surah after he advising us to work hard towards the akhirah and not to make the dunya our priority, he's telling us that this teaching and this advice is not something new. But he's saying in verse number 18, إِنَّ هَذَا لَفِي الصُّحُفِ الْأُولَى صُحُفِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَمُوسَى Indeed what I advise you to do concerning preferring and put in priority towards the Akhira, not the temporary life, this in a suhuf al-ula. Inna, verily, hadha, this lesson, this admonishment, this reminder, lafi, in a suhuf, scripture, al-ula, the previous books, the former. Which book? صحف إبراهيم وموسى The scriptures of Abraham and Musa Although the hereafter is better and more lasting Verily this in the former scriptures the scriptures of Abraham and Moses والسلام, So brothers and sisters, this is not something new that came only to this community and came only in the book. Allah always telling the people in the previous book and the last of all of them which is the Quran, do not beguiled by the temporary life because the hereafter is much better and lasting forever. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability and the wisdom that we understand this and we live accordingly. To understand that the, that the everlasting life is the hereafter and much, much better than this temporary life that we make it our priority by the will of Allah. And with this, inshallah, we come to the end of Tafsir Surah Al-A'la, Surah number 87, and inshallah we go over it one time in recitation. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Bismillahir rahmanir rahim سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غساء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا من شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر
يَذَّكَّرُ مَنْ يَخْشَى وَيَتَجَنَّبُهَا الْأَشْقَى الَّذِي يَصْلَى النَّارَ الْكُبْرَى ثُمَّ لَا يَمُوتُ فِيهَا وَلَا يَحْيَى قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ تَزَكَّى وَذَكَرَ اسْمَ رَبِّهِ فَصَلَّى بَلْ تُؤْثِرُونَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ وَأَبْقَى إِنَّ هَذَا لَفِي الصُّحُفِ الْأُولَى صُحُفِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَمُوسَى سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك and Allah knows best if anybody have any comments concern question in conclusion we ask Allah that he brings you benefit through this lecture for more information you may contact us through the following address the Islamic Propagation Office Rabwa PO Box 29465 Riyal 11457 Saudi Arabia Phone 445-4900 Also 491-6065 Fax 497-0126 If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh